Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. You implied that we would be just sailing through till the summer. <laughs> and next thing you know, Ooh, Ajax Hyundai, go there. That would be awesome if you started doing ads for Ajax Hyundai for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Dan O'Toole here for Ajax Hyundai. You know me, you know me as the voice of Ajax Hyundai. Mm-hmm. And get down here to Ajax Hyundai. I'm Cowboy Danny. Uh, Mr. O'Toole, it's Hyundai. Hyundai. I, like I Sunday. taped it. I'm out of here. <laughs> You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. You big motherboard guy or what? Motherboards gibbled. Get on the fritz. the podcast for what's the date january 29th 30th 28th 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 we got a 28th we got it we're going with january 28th 2019 we're in uh we're in a different studio we're in our tv studio doing this uh podcast because of weather yes uh, inclement weather uh has uh has prevented christoph from making it in this evening he he literally said he tried to open the door of his house and the door pushed back at him. Yeah. So Christoph may be dead. He's probably gone. And you know what? He will be missed. Not by me or you, but probably his family. <laughs> no, we will miss him. But we're not in our, our usual radio studio. And I got to say, I love this. It's expansive. Um, there's less of Jeff O'Neill's leftover food here. <laughs> Here's the thing. So right now it's Snowmageddon. In the Toronto area while we're taping this. And just a reminder, two weeks ago, Dan declared winter <laughs> over. Dan said, this has been the best winter in years. And I guess it's we're home free till the summer. Yeah, I really effed that one up. So I drove in. The plows hadn't been out. And I don't know. I guess they're waiting for the snow to stop. I don't know. I'm not in snow plowing technology. Um, anyway. In our industry, we don't get snow days. Like, we can't say, hey, boss, I'm not coming in. Yeah, we got to show up. Other, who would do that? What would happen if one of us didn't show up? You can't do this sh- the show by yourself. What if yourself? we just both didn't show up? Yeah, then who does the show? We should have, we should have, like, those secret combos. Yeah, yeah. Like, like hey, hey uh, you're not showing up, right? <laughs> it doesn't have to be secret. Like, we could just call each other. <laughs> I have a secret convo over the telephone. Hey, so uh, <laughs> how about that breakfast you had this morning? What? what? Remember? That's the code? Yeah, that's the code for us uh, being snowed in and not coming in <laughs> to do the show. Oh, well, right. I don't know if our work listens to our phone calls. Well, actually, that's a good point. We get phones from Bell, which is we appreciate that generosity from a phone company. It's the least they can do. And then uh, I always wonder that, too, like. You know, we always talk about my browser history and how I'm terrified that it's going to be made public someday. Well, everyone at Bell knows about it for sure. Randy <laughs> Lennox, the CEO, Bell Media. And they give us the phones. They're like, yes, here, take this one. Yeah, have this phone. Have this Huawei phone. No, 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 no. not a Huawei. We don't have Huawei. Okay, we don't have those. So how, how about this Huawei executive? You're going to have to escort her <laughs> to jail. Uh, producer Tim, it took him four hours to get to work. Did it really take you four hours, Tim? Four hours. So Tim's coming from Brampton. 
which is uh, probably the most prestigious suburb in the greater Toronto area. Uh, uh, Sonia Burnett Matthews, she's working on our show tonight. She's from Brampton as well. And uh, I drove through Brampton over the weekend. I'm like, wow, Tim makes this drive every day. Yeah, it's a long crazy. Yeah, it's a long drive. And we always tell we're like, Tim, why don't you move closer? He's like, no, I love my hometown. You don't know unless you're from there. B-Town till I die. B-Town for life, yo. That's what Tim always says when he comes in to work. B-Town for life. We're like, what? Okay. Hey, it was All-Star Weekend. Boy, did I ever not watch a second of it. Yeah, you know what I've softened? My stance on the All-Star game is really softened. I just didn't. I, I, I ignore it, but it's for kids. But I didn't ignore it. I just didn't see a second of it. I ignored it. I Every... <laughs> Time he came on social media, I'd shut off social media. Uh, every time I saw something about it on my TV, I'd shut my TV off. Uh, I have no interest in it, and I don't know why anyone would, except for kids. Like yeah. we were talking to Dave Poulin, uh, former NHLer, Pooley, as uh, producer Tim calls him because they're buds. Uh, we were talking to Pooley last week, asking him one of his favorite All Star memories, and and I remembered the Rendezvous '87 series, uh, the the two game series between the nhl all-stars and the russian red army uh not the summit series this is just a two game instead of doing the all-star that year in 1987 they did this two game series and i remembered it as a kid loving it and think it was so cool and i don't remember it at all yeah it made me realize okay you know what this all-star game's for kids it's not for me mm-hmm. so go ahead and do it um oh, one thing that amazed me and we should have got her on to talk about it kate burness traveled to florida to watch the pro bowl in person that really and it was I feel raining. Like we need to find her a hobby or something, because that seems like a bad use of your time. Yeah, I think of all the All-Star games, the Pro Bowl, the NFL's Pro Bowl, has to be the worst All-Star game. I think there's no question about it, because the whole point of football is physicality, and obviously in an All-Star game you can't, which makes the NHL All-Star game probably the second worst one. What's The, ba- the baseball All-Star game is probably the best. Yeah. And then basketball. Basketball's second best, because you get some fun, crazy dunks and stuff. Hockey's third, and yeah, the Pro Bowl's just a piece of garbage. But, I mean, there was kind of some things they were doing this year in the Pro Bowl. They were, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey is playing as a receiver. Guys who probably played as receivers in college and high school got to, uh, you know, go to the other side of the football and uh, have Have you ever fun. watched a Pro Bowl? Never, and I never will. You can't make me. Me neither. Um, you had a great weekend, Dan. You went to uh, America's new hotspot. Oh, boy. And every time I, I tell people where I went, they're like, why? I went to Detroit for the weekend. Detroit has, uh, has had uh, a, a pretty rough go, would you yes. say, uh, over I'd the never last been. few decades? Yeah. But, yeah, you hear the, the horror stories of uh, entire neighborhoods just abandoned. You, you don't want to go, they always said, uh, south of 8 Mile. You want to stay north of 8 Mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eminem taught us that, didn't he? And then, and yet, now... There's a gentrification happening there that you hear uh, New Yorkers talk about Detroit. Like they say, it feels like New York back in the 80s when it was gentrifying and the crime was cleaning up and things were getting better and it's turning into a cool city. So I'm glad you mentioned New York because right outside my hotel, I went there specifically to see this new hotel and stay in it. The Shinola Watch Company, who make their watches in Detroit, they opened a hotel. I'm like, how many watch companies open a hotel? It's a cool story. Yeah. Um, so I told the guy at the border this when I'm crossing into Detroit. 
Oh, he, so he said, what are, you, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to check out. He's like, no, you aren't. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're going to see a hotel. I'm like, and stay in it? He's like, no, you aren't. He goes, what do you do? I was there for 15 minutes. Wow. He checked my trunk. He checked the back seat, everything. Really? He did not believe your story at all because he thought, why would you go check out a hotel in Detroit? That's right. He goes, why are you here? He wow. said that again wow. to me. See, that's when you know you're really off the beaten path, right? <laughs> that's when you know you're doing something really significant and special. So how, how was the hotel? Uh, hotel was unreal. Couldn't recommend yeah. it enough. Um, right outside the hotel room, like you look out and you're like, are we in New York? Because all the stores are uh, all done up. It's beautifully lit up. You can walk to every restaurant. Every restaurant's hopping. Yeah. You couldn't get into a restaurant. There's three casinos there. Uh, the new Little Caesars Arena's right there, right yeah. across from Comerica Park. I'm going to go back for a baseball game. Did you Did you gamble? Yeah. Yeah. When I first uh, went to the um, the Greek Town Casino. Mm, Greek Town. Where Chelios once hung These out. people sitting uh, next to us at dinner the one night, they're like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a young atmosphere. It's fun. There's bars. Not so much. It was overrun with people. And mm. the bars they spoke of were just ones you get a drink at. They're like, not just standalone. All Uzo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I didn't like. Okay. And then uh, you moved on to the Hooters Casino. No. Uh, okay. The next day after I went to the art gallery, you go to the DIA, the Detroit Institute of Arts, Unreal. And then I went to um, the MGM Casino. You, you could move that right to uh, Vegas and it would, it would fit in. Things are happening. Bars, restaurants, people, prostitutes. We got I got on a craps table. It was hopping. Yeah. Did you, you make a few friends? Get on a hot streak? No, this one guy did come after we rolled for a bit. He's like, I think you owe me a bit of your winnings. I'm like, no one's ever said that. Really? That's yeah. Been he wasn't same. being serious. No, he kept walking, but I'm like, uh, you're creeping me out. You owe me a bit of your winnings. <laughs> Oh, and uh, didn't get a chance to see Kid Rock has a bar in the Little Caesars Arena. Rock Talk? I saw it, no, it's called Kid Rocks. Oh, okay. I saw it on the way out of town. That seems like that's the kind of place that Chelly would be hanging out when he's in town. And then stopped in Windsor on the way back. because no, Oh, strip clubs. My, no, my lady oh, friend oh. who I was with lost her phone in the middle of the day somehow. So stopped at the first mall across the border in Windsor. Got Picked a, it up. Got a new phone. Did you... Look around Windsor a little bit. Maybe stop at some of the gentlemen's clubs. Or no, there's one across the mall from the. Uh, there was one across across the, the street from the mall. Yeah, it's like Scarborough. Then met a new friend, <laughs> Mike. Shout out to Mike at the Windsor Mall at the Foot Locker. Gave me a manager's discount on some shoes. So he uh, he's he like, walked what in. And he was like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, I'm, and I told him the story. I'm like, "I didn't think I'd be in a Windsor Mall, but here I am." Was he pumped to have you there? Well, I was telling him about Detroit, and he's like, hey, me and my buddies go, like, every weekend. Nice. Yeah. And uh, so you and Mike uh, went across the street to the strip club <laughs> after you bought your shoes? Nah. You picked up some Air Jordans? Yeah. So Toolsy's wearing Air Jordans now, guys. I love this story. <laughs> um, yeah. You'd never purchased Air Jordans before? What no. made you decide? Is this a that midlife crisis discount. thing? <laughs> What is the manager's discount? 
No, it was big. Yeah? That probably got like 40 bucks off. Oh, yeah. Then you can't turn down those Air Jordans. But I like the idea of you wearing Air Jordans all the time. Like, I like that being your signature shoe for the <laughs> summer. You're heading out to the different casinos. Well, I see them now. They're sitting at my door. I've never worn them yet. And I'm like, I can't wear these. <laughs> I'm 43. <laughs> and I think Detroit Pistons colors. He's like, this is the signature Detroit Pistons. I, love it. I, I think that's so cool. That's what uh, Rashid Wallace wears around every day around his <laughs> mansion in Auburn Hills. Did I hear correctly that producer Tim said yesterday that he was wearing Air Jordans or he has G-Bone? Oh, G-Bone. No, producers. he's he's brand loyal. He's a Kawhi Leonard New Balance guy. He's been New Balance ride or die since New Balances started being made. And now it's paying off for him because New Balances are cool again. Kind of, I guess. Well, there's cool New Balance and then there's still the wall, the mall walker. New yeah, Balance. and that's what Tim has. That's what I don't understand. Tim is... Tim has a plethora of New Balance shoes to select from, and some of them are quite cool. And he insists on wearing these old, as you said, mall walker. They're like shoes like an elderly nurse would wear. <laughs> Can I get the Dan goes in, he's like, give me the air Jordans. Tim goes in, he's like, give me the nurses. <laughs> give me the nurse Jordans. <laughs> what? Just do it, Mike. Yeah, Mike, and give me that manager's discount. <laughs> Honestly, how would I ever know if you're Tim or not? Like, we've never seen your face. <laughs> you, Mike. You know who I am. <laughs> then he and Mike start fighting outside the Windsor Mall. Wish I remembered them all. They just went through a huge reno. It's beautiful now. <laughs> so if you're, if you're in the Windsor area, make sure you go to that mall that was renoed. <laughs> And then go across. Do you remember the name of the strip club across the street? That could help us. Uh, Let me guess. Cheetahs. No, it had a number in the name. 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I speaking of play- Detroit and, and uh, it's coming back, still a good place to buy real estate. Talk to the, uh, the bartender at my uh, hotel. Sure, sure. He yeah. moved there from Fort Lauderdale. Got yeah. a four-bedroom house. Hundred grand? What? That his, can't be true. His mortgage payment a month, he said, was I think five or six hundred bucks. See, that's the kind of place I need to find. Is there something like that in the Greater Toronto area? <laughs> I told him the average house price in Toronto. He's like, "What? We all need to. We all need to head out to a, a more remote location. We can all just go to Detroit, work at the hotel. Could we commute?" It's, you said it was four-hour drive? Yeah, it's like four and a half. Yeah, it seems a little lengthy. It's, it's very... Yeah. I'd rather live in Montreal and commute from there. It's only five. I'm sure every single day it'd be five on the dot because there's never bad traffic in yeah, Montreal. Yeah, but you aren't going to get a hundred grand house in Montreal. That's true. Real estate has gone up there, but I love that city. I'd live there in a second. Oh, me too. In a second. Maybe we could move this show to Montreal and do it out of the RDS studios. Or John Lou's basement. But if we do it at RDS, and all our camera guys will be francophone, our director, everybody, they'll be saying French things to us. We'll have no idea what they're saying. We'll be like, yeah, no. They'll be like, uh, you know, speed it up, you know? And we'll be like, like, allez, allez. And we'll be like, eh, yeah, come see, come sign. Yeah, we got nothing. Sorry. We'll just keep talking. We oui. uh, Sign all. off. What?
grade do you take uh, French to in Canada? Nine or ten? <laughs> you have I to take French. I, I don't think it's the same way as it was when we were kids. When we were I kids, it was a, like till nine. I think. I, yeah, I don't remember any of it. I think we've discussed this on the podcast. No, I, I don't. Not. You have to have an affinity for it. We're going to put our our daughter in French immersion, and I think that's the only way to. That's really the learn. way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Just we're just going to stick her in there and hope it works out. And if it doesn't, eh, whatever. We tried, but I. I sincerely regret not being able to speak French. Do you think we could learn now? Maybe some yeah, one of the Rosetta Stone. Too hard and too much work. You can get an app. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm trying to find one French word a day. The uh, <clears throat> the gentleman who did our Jane Dan Liquor Hole theme song. Um, they oh, wanted us to right. We have the correct name now because we couldn't. Yes, the name. yes, but I can't find it. Of course. Oh, here it is. Yes. Okay. So we said it was the North Coast Band. It is, but it's actually Duncan Ivany and the North Coast Band. So shout out to Duncan, uh, the creative force behind Duncan Ivany and the North Coast Band. Uh, Christoph, so he's going to be editing this. Can we hear that song again? Just Let's a little uh, snippet of it. Here Jane it is. Dan's Liquor Hole Jinx. isn't it hey i like this so we've got um wireless mics on we can walk around and talk walkie talkie so if we started doing the podcast here in the studio it could be a, just a series of walk and talks just, <laughs> you just walk around uh what we could go take you when we you know the interactive immersive experience when we go to the bathroom we could take you in there with us what's it like when jay and dan go to the toilet uh you could find out that could be one podcast <laughs> and then Sonia Burnett Matthews is working on our show. She's one of our, uh, she's our production assistant. She's looking at us like, what the hell is this podcast? I don't think she's heard it. <laughs> I think she's extremely confused. But uh, we should, again, just mention uh, she's Brampton, born and raised, and very, very proud about being from B-Town. Okay, I got the name of the uh, strip club across from the mall. Perfect. It's called the Niner Diner. It's called Studio 4. Studio 4. Yeah, I don't get it, but uh, fair enough. So head to Studio 4. So then by virtue of that, you should be able to find the mall across the street. Are you on Google Maps? Studio 4. Okay, this is going to take a while. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so uh, <laughs> there it is. So this is a podcast where Dan looks on Google Maps. <laughs> That we wait for him anxiously. Okay. I thought it was across from the mall. <laughs> Were you drunk at the time? <laughs> no. 
Uh, University of Windsor is close to it. Oh, okay. Okay, I think I'm getting closer here. All right, this is fascinating stuff. While okay. you're looking no. for that, oh, sorry. while you're looking for that, have you seen the, this Marie Kondo tidying up show, Tulsi? Have you heard of it? Tidying up with Marie I have, Kondo. Yeah. Have you watched any of it yet? No. No, we don't get Canadians don't get Netflix. Netflix is not available here in Canada. Only Crave TV is. But um, if you were lucky enough like me to go across the border briefly, you saw this Marie Kondo show. I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand. And I like things to be neat. I mean, I enjoy neat things. This should appeal to me. But the whole premise of this show is a, a meek, beautiful Japanese woman who can't speak a word of English. Really? Goes into this couple's home and they and she cleans it up and she shows them how to clean it up and then you see over the course of the episode them learning how to clean up i don't Who like that the right mind would want to watch a couple learning how to <laughs> clean up why how is this a sensation how is this popular and then this is our friend rob dunn a good friend of ours pointed this out to me <clears throat> the episode i watched the first episode it's a nice couple cute kids but at one point in the episode, you see that the, the wife has uh, a cold sore. She's gotten a cold sore halfway through the episode. That's fine. It happens. But wouldn't they stop filming and then be like, <laughs> all right, let's just pretend we'll pick it up in like a week when this is cleared up. But they're like, no, we're going to plow through it. Was it that bad? It wasn't that bad. But I was just like, guys, there wasn't a timeline on this. Like, you didn't have to deliver this. You could have waited. You could have waited a week. This is on Netflix? This is on Netflix. Tidying up with Marie Kondo. Anyway, I'm just baffled that this is popular. I watched one episode. I barely made it through. And my wife. My wife. My wife. My wife agreed with me. I thought, is this just me? This is horrible television. Like, I I get the designer shows. I get the, the uh, who are the, the twins? Uh, Jonathan and Drew. The Fix-It Brothers. The Fix-It Brothers. I get that stuff. But the cleaning up your I don't want to see a big garage being cleaned by some lunkhead. No, that I will never watch that just, show. Thank you for telling me about yeah, it. Yeah, anyway. I just, uh, there's a new show on Netflix, uh, Polar. If you, you, now, this is a show or just a, a movie? It's a Netflix movie. Movie. Okay. Uh, the guy from Hannibal is in it. Mads Mikkelsen. And he was he, uh, Blo- Blofeld in the, the first uh, Daniel Bond. Craig, James Bond. When he goes to right? town... When he goes to a store to buy stuff in this show, that's Orno. Main Street Orno. In it, and so is my general store. So, what is the movie called again? Thunderdome? Polar. 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 So, yeah, Orno, uh, front and center, once again. But I found the uh, name of the mall, too. The Devonshire Mall in oh, Windsor. Ooh, sounds very fancy. That's right. Let's go to Windsor to the Devonshire I understand we can get a discount on Air Jordans at the Foot Locker. <laughs> now everyone's going to be going asking for the manager's discount. Oh, yeah, they're going to be going in there. Toolsy uh, said you'd give us all a discount. 30, 40 <laughs> dudes on their way to number four. <laughs> Studio four. Oh, yeah, Studio four. Hey, let's stop in at the Devonshire, get ourselves some Studio Detroit four. Well, driving by, I think it said free buffet. Oh, they sell a buffet? I didn't think strip clubs did that anymore. <laughs> they probably shouldn't. It just seems like a lot of work to not only coordinate all the strippers, but the food as well. <laughs>
And to pass all the health codes. <laughs> I remember the brass rail in Toronto. If someone asked for food at one point, they would just, uh, they would microwave a pizza, like the frozen microwave. Remember when you'd frozen? Yeah. And just bring a pizza out. It's not all that. What, at what state, at what point do you start looking at yourself in the mirror as you eat a microwaved <laughs> frozen pizza at the brass rail? Yeah, at what point do you say to yourself, where did things go wrong? From? They don't know it's microwave. They're probably thinking, man, they've got a beautiful pizza oven in the back. Not, not as in the back. I want a pizza. <laughs> and not another pepperoni. Oh, it's coming. I got manja manja. Do we have a guest on this podcast? Yes, our guest is comedian, stand-up comedian Mark forward how are we going to do this well this is amazing technology uh we're going to give mark a call right now okay? and we have the ability to have him on the podcast well, we don't you and i don't have those skills luckily our talented crew uh, including uh brampton ontario native sonia burnett matthews as well as our friend jamie stoyanoff our director they're going to call up mark and they are going to uh we're going to talk to mark he's got a brand new uh comedy special coming out called Mark Forward wins all the awards. It okay. is going to be on Crave ne- TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Right? Bell's got to be happy with us. Oh, how, I can't believe we haven't mentioned this. Jay and Dan's show on after the Super Bowl. On after the Super Bowl this week. So I know if you're Mark Forward and you're home. In and, beautiful Oakville. In beautiful Oakville. And you're, and you're eating a microwave frozen pizza uh, from the brass rail. Uh, you might say to yourself, maybe I'll watch Jane Dan. No, this is serious. Uh, before we get to Mark, very, very quickly. Uh, hey, wait. We, oh, go ahead. He was in Fargo? Listen, Mark Ford doesn't mess around. They've shot for Fargo in uh, Canada. Yeah. Um, Dan, this is serious, though. The post-Super Bowl slot, like that's the friend slot, right? They give it to ER back in the day. Big Bang Theory has had it. You put your biggest show in your stable, on after the Super Bowl. You want people to see it. And what did the powers that be at CTV decide? They want to put Jane Dan on CTV after the Super Bowl. So that's what you're going to see. You watch the Super Bowl on CTV, you will see Jane and Dan on after. So tune in. And uh, we're not going to do anything I'm Guess what I'm doing? I'm making my chili. Oh, it's going to be a stinky studio. <laughs> Mark Forward, how are you, my friend? Are you... Uh, are you driving around, just wandering the streets in your Toyota Tercel right now? Um, I I purchased a, a small snowplow, and I'm making a little <laughs> money on the side. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, hell out there. Give us a, a weather update because that's what people want on podcasts: weather updates. Well, I'm in southwestern Ontario. Uh, there's about uh, twenty, I'd say twenty 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 two to twenty four centimeters of snow. This is about, have you shoveled a few times today already? No, I wait. But sometimes I do feel anxiety that my neighbors think I should. Yes, <laughs> I feel the same way. Not only that, yeah. Mark, like, I don't know what, what you, like, I live in a small house downtown by the comedy bar, actually, and my driveway is, I don't know, about six feet long. And, yeah. and, and so I feel the need, I shovel it, and then I'm like, well, that wasn't enough. So then I shovel my neighbor's. And my neighbors yeah. beside, and then I think, well, next time they're gonna get, they'll get me back. No, they they'll never do. No, they never do. They never. No, they don't. I lived downtown for like 
20 years, and I remember shoveling out my parking space because I had to pay money to park on the street because, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then my neighbors would just pull into it 20 minutes later. Yeah, right. They'd be like, thanks, Mark. <laughs> yeah. And they'd clear off their little driveways and put it right in my parking space. Yeah. So I couldn't win. Yeah, it's it's just brutal. And And like I said to my wife yesterday, can I get a snowblower? But you can't in those downtown streets. Where am I going to blow the snow? Like onto my neighbor's cars parked yes. on the street? Yes, do that. I, mean, yeah. I guess I could. Do it. Yeah, I should. I should do it. <laughs> uh, Mark, you were in Fargo? I was in Fargo, yeah. Tell Fargo us about that. Three. Um, yeah, it was, um, well, Jim Gaffigan. Have you ever heard of him? Of what course. a funny guy. He yeah, likes to very, eat things. <laughs> very funny guy. He had more important things to do. And uh, they needed someone to replace him real quick. And uh, so I went down to an empty room in downtown Toronto. And there was a my old fight director from college was auditioning, oh. which is weird. That must have been awkward. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, then with like in three days, I was shipped off to Calgary to shoot the show, and I I went in thinking, oh, that'll never happen, as you do. Um, but then it was the, it was the greatest experience. Uh, it was it was uh, it was amazing. Who? So uh, you and McGregor was in that season, correct? Yeah, you and Carrie Coon, yeah, Shea Wiggum. It was unreal. And uh, were 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 they respectful of your? obvious acting talent did they sort did you guys get into huddles together go over scripts that kind of thing yeah i taught them a lot i taught them a lot about <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god just uh, human decency and <laughs> 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 mark no, I... there, there, there's actually one scene in the show where i had to sit at a table and shea wiggum who was on boardwalk empire and then carrie coon and they're doing a scene, and I am not acting in that scene. I am just sitting there watching two brilliant people. <laughs> just staring at If you can find that open. scene, just watch it. I'm just an, a fat idiot sitting at a table. <laughs> uh, Mark, you have a new uh, comedy special coming out. It's called Mark Forward Wins All the Awards. And the exciting thing from uh, a perspective, a Jane Dan perspective, is now you are very much fully in the Bell Media family. Am I a friend of Jay and Dan now? Well, you're yeah, absolutely a friend of this show. But more Sweet. than that, you are part of the Bell Media family because this comedy special, Mark, is going to be on Crave TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like, I put out my first special, and, I, and, I, um, and it went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Mark Forward presents Mark Forward. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, I, I kept it at the basement price of 99 cents, and still no one wanted it. It's amazing. It's almost insulting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, I don't know what else I can do. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I so you went to the powers to be a crave. This, well, then the powers to be a crave saw this other show I did, and uh, they were kind enough to uh, to want to make it, so... Yeah, it's coming out on a certain date, but they don't let you say, right? Because they, they all sit in a boardroom and they're like, they think they know not announcing a date makes it better. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
If, like, did they explain that to you? Is that what they said? If we don't announce a mark, it'll be better. Trust us. Yes. Right? <laughs> like, I don't that sounds strange. You've met social media people. <laughs> yeah. They usually have about 99 followers, and they think they understand Twitter. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so describe the process of uh, getting this together. Do you do one show and say that's it? Or do you do three and then cut together the best parts of each of them? Uh, describe uh, this. We did, yeah, we did two um, downtown Toronto and uh, we cut the pretty much one of them was the best. Uh, there was a bunch of deadbeats in it on the first show. and uh, Probably crave think, executives, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They were all just worried about what date the show was happening on. And, <laughs> uh, but the second show went great, so it's mostly that show. But, yeah, we did do two, and we cut it together. And um, um, it actually was like two years in the making because for, I'm, I'm a bit of an idiot because I don't just write jokes. And then I put a lot of uh, music into this show, so they had to buy rights and stuff oh yeah it's like wkrp yeah. on dvd they could never release it because of all right. those tunes yeah and i was watching cheers the other day gary's old town tavern yeah they put the monster mash and all the equipment but it's some other song now it's oh, like really? <laughs> yeah it's like they pick up the phone and it's like monsters are coming but you don't know when <laughs> Danson probably wrote that in like a second on a napkin or something. <laughs> uh, Mark, here's a question yeah. I've always wanted to ask a stand-up comedian. All right. Say you're, you're in the middle of a set. It's going great. The crowd's into it. But there's someone with a really annoying laugh. They're having fun. Like, they aren't bothering you. Yeah. But it's an annoying laugh. What do you do? Oh, my God. I personally hate it. <laughs> but it's great when it's in the back. If it's in the front, it's over. Right. If it's in the front, because the, the the weird thing about human beings is anyone else in the crowd is going to hate that person. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, people, you're all you're you're united together in your hate. Yeah, people don't enjoy other people having more joy than them. Yeah, it's like so what, they, what Larry David said about uh, people hate when other people are whistling down the street because they don't <laughs> like people to be happy. Yeah. So they start watching them rather than watching you. So if oh, they're in the yeah. back, I'm fine with it. But if they're in the front, it's over. It's like a, the, uh, the, the same thing that happens in a sporting event is if you're watching a televised event and there's a, there's a crowd mic somewhere and there's someone who's yelling the entire time. I don't yes. get going to a sporting event going, ah! <laughs> ah! the entire game. Well, maybe that person's being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, just an behaving that <laughs> Yeah. You want a table, sir? Ah! <laughs> Would you like some extra bread? <laughs> uh, Mark, what's the worst gig you ever had to do? The worst gig you ever had to do? Um, it was in uh, Prince Albert, Alberta. I did the Prince Albert. Um, uh, airport uh, Christmas party. Oh, God. What happened? Um, I was pretty new at that point, and they took me <laughs> from the hotel in a very bad limo. And um, it was in the hangar. 
and there was 13 people there oh. and they and they had like a guitar amp <laughs> and I, I just told jokes for 13 people and the echo was insane oh man yeah it was horrible and the whole time there was a woman in the back going oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah Welcome yeah and it was it was catered by Eastside Marius, strangely. <laughs> hey, bada boom, bada bang. Oh, Eastside Marius. Uh, we've all been to one. Um, you've got a couple of uh, comedy festivals coming up. The Burlington Comedy Festival and the Kitchener Comedy Festival. I guess my question is, do the organizers of each of those festivals fight each other at the end to see <laughs> whose festival runs to bring? Well, I appreciate bringing those up. I only played the biggest festival. Yeah, these are the big ones. These are the ones. These are the <laughs> Southern Ontarians are going to get to if the snow is plowed anytime soon. It's so funny because they're like what, like an hour apart. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. And Canadians are always—they're the worst fans. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah, because they'll go like, "You'll play Burlington," and people in Oakville will tweet you and say, "When are you coming to Oakville?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's tough. When you were um, like coming up, Mark, who who are some of the comedians that you admired, or I guess still admire, uh, like you know, guys you looked up to, or maybe guys who helped you along the way? Well, I came up in a weird time because I came up in the '90s when like the boom was dying. So I came up with like a lot of old white guys that just hated everyone, right? And they had no backup plan. Right. That's very similar to Canadian uh, sports television, by the way, Mark. <laughs> <right now. laughs> That's exactly what we're dealing with. <laughs> so I fought through that. But then I thought John Doerr. Do you know John Doerr? Yes. Yeah. John Doerr has a tele John Doerr television show. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I worked on that. I wrote on that. And, uh, yeah, I just saw him do stand-up one night at Samsung Yuck Yuck, and it just changed my whole outlook. Hmm. And I just saw someone that didn't care about rules. He knew the rules, but he knew how to break them. So that's that's kind of the route I went. Red green? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had a good run. He had a good run. Yeah, he had a great run. Hey, let and me what was his this. show? What oh. was his show before Red Green? Smith and oh, Smith. Smith and Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with his wife. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, man. Yeah, and every episode would end with them making out feverishly while the credits <laughs> rolled. And it was like, am I supposed to be laughing at this? <laughs> well, there was a song, wasn't there, at the end? I think you're right. I don't really remember that show. I remember thinking, this seems like a, a bad, a lower-rent version of Bizarre. Like, Bizarre is funny, and this seems, like, not as funny. Exactly. And you know what? I think, I think something inside me says it came on after... It might have. Maybe oh. that's why I remember it. Yeah. Right. What were you going to ask us, Mark? What We rudely interrupted you. What were you going to ask oh, us? I don't know. What What are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're just hanging out. I can't believe uh, we we all made it to work tonight. Like, the whole crew made it. I, I, that's insane. I, I thought for... But producer Tim, our, our long-suffering producer... Yeah. It, he lives in Brampton, very proud Brampton guy, uh, big mm -hmm. Patrick Brown guy, loves legalized uh, weed stores, 
and, yeah. uh, and rub and tugs. Oh, and, sure, sure. Yeah, as you do in Brampton. And he it took him four hours to get here, Mark. Yeah. Four Ridiculous. hours. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. You could wow. drive to Detroit in that time. I think I would give up at two. Yeah, I think I would have turned down. Guys, turned back. I got some Smith & Smith uh, background info. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, it uh, was taped at CHCH in Hamilton. Okay. Um, it uh, ran for six seasons. Not bad. Not bad. Wow. Yeah, and um, the show took a one-year hiatus in 1985, during which time the Smiths and their children, Max and David, starred in the family sitcom Me and Max. Oh. <laughs> I do remember that. Wow. What a showbiz family they were. And it's still uh, airing on reruns on TV Land Canada. Wow. wow. So there you go, guys. Well, I'm oh going to set God. my PVR tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. So what That's was the date again of that stand-up special? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not allowed to say legally, but I would say, like, uh, like February 21st, you can't watch it. <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. And, I like, February 23rd, you probably could. Okay, now this is all making sense to me. Yeah. Th that's how all shows should be promoted, by the way. <laughs> With cryptic math? Yeah, cryptic <laughs> math. Make us work for it a little. Yeah, Sports Center with Jay and Dan. It's on sometime. It's on nighttime ish. <laughs> on nighttime ish. So what? you guys risked your life to do your job. Yeah, because we don't get snow days. You we so scrub right this off that. the top. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out, Mark. We did risk our lives. You know, yeah. you know what else I love about uh, CTV and, and Crave now? Now that Crave exists, CTV is trying to be so hip. So they're promoting like ma the Magnum P.I. reboot. Yeah. And they won't say Magnum P.I. Sunday at 9 and streaming on the CTV app. It just no, says saying, streaming. streaming on Sunday. <laughs> it's like, but what, I still have cable. When, when do I watch <laughs> <laughs> Where am I supposed to watch that show? Like, no, we're streaming now. What's what's cable? We're, we never did that. Not here at CTV. We're so f***ing hip. But you know that's a guy, like, in the boardroom named Cord? Oh, yeah, for sure. And he's, Cord's been hired for, like, a six-month stint. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to tell you guys how things work now. Cord is a millennial whose parents have a cottage next to the CTV execs. Yeah, and Cord is now literally running. And all the, the executives show. are copying now. He like walks in with a Jamba Juice the next day. They're all like, "Yeah, hey, I've always been into Jamba Juice, just like Cord." That Cord guy's great. Cord, what are you doing this weekend? You busy? You guys want to get together? Eastside Mario's? No, I mean that's not cool anymore. That's right, Cord. <laughs> Well, I guess we got to go get ready for our TV show now. And um, no one's shoveling. Literally, no one is shoveling here at work, so we have to go shovel. Mark, we're literally being buried alive at Scarborough. Please, please don't die there. Well, it was always our destiny to die here, so I guess it's fitting somewhat. Uh, the special is called Mark Forward Wins All the Awards. It is uh, coming to Crave TV uh, sometime in February-ish. That's correct. So uh, enjoy that. And uh, it was a pleasure having you on, my friend. And you are now an official friend of the program. Oh, man. You don't know how much that means to me.
Get out there and shovel because right now your neighbors are talking about you. <laughs> I'll do so. Thank okay. you, Mark. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, that's Mark Forward. Um, wish we could tell you the date of a special, but hey, that's a mystery to one and all. Yeah, that's a mystery to everybody, and uh, that's the way Crave wants it. And You, you know, know what? what's on Crave? Broad it's City. What a show. Crave has got, all jokes aside, Crave has a lot of good programming because you got the HBO programming, you got the Showtime, Showtime programming, right? Mm-hmm. So you got the Ray Donovans and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then you got the Letter Kennys, which Mark was also on. Mark was on Letter Kenny. Uh, we were on Letter Kenny. You know what they should do for one episode of uh, Ray Donovan? Add a laugh track because there's, <laughs> like, they're pretty grim. But just add a laugh track and it would spice things up. We should add a laugh track to our show. Sure. Well, that's been the podcast, guys. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, unique, different circumstance, but I think it's, it really went well. That's right. And um, do we get a pay upgrade for shoveling? Sure. <laughs> so we'll go get our pay upgrade from human resources. What's that? Human resources were buried under 15 centimeters of snow. Ah, well, that'll probably make a lot of people here pretty happy. How many people in this uh, building are having a snow day tomorrow? 98%? Oh, all of them. Everyone. Every single one. I'm, we're not joking. Like, we can't get out of here. <laughs> we're li- we're mo- we've moved in. Yeah, Tim sent us a message. He goes, don't park where you guys usually park because you can't go there. It's buried. <laughs> There's steps getting from where we usually park down into the building. Tim said those steps are gone. <laughs> and Andrew Zwarich, one of our star uh, story editors, uh, Z Money, we call him, he couldn't find the steps, so he, st- he nearly killed himself. He went in the ditch. He went the over. Ditch is he went like over the top and fell down on his head. So, uh, Andrew, what happened uh, when you went into work today? I fell in a ditch. I died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wish us luck. Godspeed. They're going home.
This is the Jay and Dan Podcast.